Low Elo is made possible thanks to the generous support of listeners just like you. For more information, visit LowElo.com. And you really believe you can bring life to the dead? This meta is not dead. It has never been played before. We've created, we've crafted it with our own hands from the bodies we've taken from land centers, leagues, anywhere. Take a look for yourself. Oh my god, man. One man crazy, two very sane spectators. Let's give this podcast life! You're listening to the only new budget podcast that can easily kill everyone. You're listening to Low Elo. To Low Elo. Welcome to episode 45 of Low Elo. I'm Jeff Wyckoff, a.k.a. Dr. Eat Crayons. With me today are my lab assistant, Dave, a.k.a. Compy386. Say hello, Dave. Hello. And with us also is our minion, Christian. Better known as all your base one, two, three. Say hello, minion. Oh, hello there, Jim. Where do you want me to put these bag of limbs for you? <laughs> Go ahead, put it in the corner. Start sorting by length and girth. <laughs> yes, master. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can't do this for the entire episode. <laughs> My throat won't make it. <laughs> You know, wasn't it just a couple of episodes ago we were talking about how I don't do voices? Yeah, and, and now you do them all the time. Now oh. I've done like two episodes, two voices in this one episode. <laughs> well, I can't I like handle a voice this. I will do, like this raspy. Uh, Well, everybody, welcome to episode 45. On this episode, we're going to be talking about Twisted Tree Line. We've got a little bit to say about Elise, the Spider Queen, and a uh, lesson on how to assess your strength for a level one team fight. But first, the world didn't end. Wards are available. People are getting their incentivized special avatars within the game. And nobody cares. (laughs) Told you. Fair enough. It's like much ado about nothing, it, it, it seems. Um, <laughs> you know, I made all this hubbub about rentable content, and I'm still grumpy. Every time I see it in there, I am a little bit grumpy. I just go, I don't want that. Yeah. But like, the, we're, we're a week past. These, this content has been out a week. And how many wards have you seen in games? 
other than mine. Yeah, like, other than yours. None. All right. Like, and, and it's like, really I don't even don't notice, notice yours. <laughs> yeah, you don't notice it if it's not yours. So yeah. it's... Yeah. <laughs> It's a, but really cool surprise is that they gave him an animation and a sound like they come up out of the ground that, and like the ghost goes. That was cool. That was cool. And and I did see that on yours. The other side is, though, that I just don't appreciate them at all. And And maybe it's because I just don't have one. But, you know, your wards... It's not like a skin, you know, you're you're running around with a skin on your champion and I'm like, yeah, it's a cool skin and I get to see it all the time. It's something that you appreciate the entire game. But as soon as that ward goes invisible, you have to actually be looking at the ward in order to tell that it's any different. Like, you know, zoomed in on it and saying, oh, let's see if this ward's different from the other ward. Oh, sure enough, it is. Otherwise, what they need to do, what they need to add is have the little ghost guy uh, be like enemy player spotted <laughs> like on the mini map, <laughs> whatever it sees. You know that that'd be so a neat idea, a of course. Fight. But they'd have to they'd have to do that for like the regular wards too, because you can't in buy a, an advantage in a team fight. It would be so annoying. Enemy play, enemy, enemy. <laughs> <laughs> That's turkey cool, dodge enemy. So so much killing's gonna go down. Woo. You know that that brings up an interesting feature. What if wards? And I'm not saying wards that you purchase with yeah, money or all anything wards. all wards what if all wards were to ping when an enemy mm -hmm. champion enters their vision range God, why are we so smart like seriously make check payable yeah it's a wonderful idea make check payable to low elo thank you very much riot games um wow like <laughs> I, I wish I could say this was premeditated. That you know, I was like, "Man, I've got a bomb to drop on this show. No, I'm going to do it in the first." Up with it right now. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's awesome. And then but for again, and then of the course, problem would be the problem would be team fights again. Well, but I think I think that's easy. That's something that you can easily overcome because what you would do is just give it a cooldown. You know, you'd give that ping a cooldown so that it can only happen once every five seconds, and it can only happen to the same champion once every 20 seconds you know these are just the figures i'm throwing out there so that one if an entire team showed up it only ping once because everyone's filing in at the same time and if one champion like entered it and then left it and then entered it it wouldn't go off again yeah you know it's no, it's a like a perimeter alarm i, I that seems like a really <laughs> good idea yeah, wow and then for the the ward skins that i that i'll never buy unless i can purchase them you know f forever um and and i know a lot of people were giving me crap about that how the terms of use say that riot can is only renting us everything i realize that they're not going to take it away they're not going to show up and like hey guys all those skins you bought you don't have them anymore now they're rentable ha <laughs> terrible idea but uh they can make it so that the skins that you rent or that you purchase instead of pinging they do something like just slightly different you know maybe a makes a little you know voice yeah a little voice you could release uh, here's a great idea it's a ward you drop it down and it has a little like uh, legend of zelda style fairy that just floats around that's its particle effect and as soon as an enemy enters in it goes over listen. here listen <laughs> yeah. listen, <Hey>, listen. <laughs> right oh. <laughs> i'm no, making I was thinking, the idea sound bad you could get champions though like from now on and they could do like every champion you could get like a, a ward that has a giant a picture of darius's face on it. <laughs> it's yeah. like enemy player 
<laughs> yep. No, there's there's all kinds I've, of room for content, but uh, just the mechanics of this idea really stood out. Um, you know, and and I do want to say I, I'm going to bring us back on topic here, though. Uh, the, the wards seems like no big deal at this point, and of course, the really big deal is whether how they move on the future. I was having a conversation with a uh, you know somebody on Twitter who you know was saying that she disagreed with me respectfully. That uh, she thought thought that you know riot. If anyone could do it, it was going to be them. That they could get it correct, and if they can generate more revenue and have uh, their customers love it, that it's a great idea. And I totally agree. You know, I, I told her right there. I was like, I agree with you. If ri- anyone can do it, it's riot. I have a bad track record with companies who do microtransactions that are rentable. That's where my opinion comes from. But there are few things I enjoy more than being proven wrong and in given get, uh, getting a good reason to change my mind. So, <clears throat> you know, it, let's let's hope that it's a successful experiment. But let's talk about the the summoner icons just in brief. Those are kind of cool. Yeah, and but they they have worked. Like we were talking, I was talking with Darkski. <laughs> oh like, yeah, well, no, like he I, went out of his way to spend money during <laughs> this event. To yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, he's like, well, I got the fourth, like, he bought it, like, he made, like, several purchases to make sure he got it, but I'm sure <laughs> lots of people are doing that, so basically, what we were saying is we don't like to be tricked into spending money, but apparently everyone's willing to do it. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, I think it's one of those things where a lot of people will say they don't want to be tricked into spending money, but there are a lot of people who say that, and then they turn around and say, but I've got to have that, and so I'm going to get it, and I don't, you know, my... To, to hell with my with my stance on this issue. <laughs> you know, I just want the cool yeah. stuff. Um, I I got it actually kind of as a surprise because I had purchased uh, RP already this month. And mm. so I just logged in all of a sudden and I had like the first four icons. And I was like, oh, okay, well, that's nice. That I really liked. Um, if I hadn't done that, I would not have gone out of my way to spend RP to to get these icons. Yeah. Well, and the other thing, too, is that most people view, at at least I do, people with disposable income, grownups with jobs, view the buying RP as something you do like maybe once a month when you have a little extra cash. Yeah. Yeah. So for a lot of people, you know, they're like, well, I will eventually spend, what is it, like $70 to get the top icon straight up? Gosh, is it really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's $70. Um, you know, I will eventually spend $70, whether I spend 30 this month and 30 next month and, you know, just doing it all now as opposed to, but you know, it's, it's whatever. It's, it's what it is. I don't think it's going to have a detrimental effect. I, I still don't like the way they broke the news. And, and remember my biggest qualm with all of this is really not the methods being involved. It's how it's, I guess the PR around it. Or the lack of good PR around it. You know, I want people to make me feel like fluffy and, and fun about these things. If they had come out and they said, hey, we, uh, we have these new summoner runes. We're going to be giving them out free to everybody who's purchased RP this, uh, this last month. That includes the people who have already purchased RP. This is a free thing we're doing as part of our, uh, part of our current event. If they'd done that, 
awesome. But instead, they released like this very dry press release that was just, you know, hey, we're bringing out these runes. If you spend RP, you'll get them on top of it. Here's how much RP you have to spend. And and that was like, oh, uh, yeah, now, you know, it just it didn't have the it didn't have the round corners. I I, I want, uh, you know, I, I'd like it to be coddled a little bit, I suppose. You like them to take you out to dinner first, That's right? The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't like where that analogy goes later <laughs> on. So I think maybe we should progress into uh, the the next segment and let's talk about Twisted Tree Line. Twisted Tree Line before ever, I think anyone who's listened to the podcast, especially since the beginning, they'll know that we have a pretty poor opinion of the old Twisted Tree Line. Am I correct? Oh yeah. I mean, can I get a can I get a hell yeah? <laughs> yeah hell yeah hey this is a family podcast i'll give you a heck yeah okay fair enough you give me a heck yeah um but this new twisted tree line i'm it, it's kind of growing on me yeah it's i don't know though i still think it's going to go the way of dominion you think so i uh, all right. Maybe well, not. Maybe not as dead as Dominion, because I consider Dominion just like dead. It's mm-hmm. irrelevant. Nobody plays it. Um, there are people that do, of course, but but they're know, all playing like you know all bottom. Morello's not going to make design decisions or balance decisions based on anything having to do with with Dominion. But I think that they will be making design and development decisions based on what they see in Twisted Tree Line. Now, clearly in this episode already, I came to drop bombs, so I'm going to do one right now. I think Twisted Tree Line in its current form is a better candidate for esports than Summoner's Rift. Whoa! Really? I'm going to say it right now. I think that watching Twisted Tree Line in its current form is more fun than watching Summoner's Rift. Here's why. You're gonna get a t- level one team fight. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like it's it's, it's gonna happen. Um, and even if you don't, team fights happen on this map about every ninety seconds, if not sooner, because of the there's uh, very little going on in the jungle. You've got your three camps. You've got you know very easy accessibility to both sides. Uh, both lanes from anywhere in the jungle and aggression is rewarded big time in twisted tree line. I will agree with you on the front of team fighting and and high action, more fun to watch. I get that. But what I disagree on is the people that play the the champions. I mean, it's, it's like, you pick Malphite and win. <laughs> now, now let's, but hold on. Let's take a step back. We are only a week into this particular map. Do you think it might be a little too soon to completely judge who the best champions are for the map? No, of, of course not. But people have, it's, it's the carryover from old Twisted Tree Line where bruiser tanky yeah. people win. And, uh, you know, is that the way it really is? Are people going to find out? But another thing, too, Jeff, that I really like about it is that it puts the emphasis on more like real-time decision-making. Yeah. When when you're playing uh, Summoner's Rift, you're playing AD carry. It's the same thing every mm-hmm. time because mm-hmm. the meta is so stagnant. You farm up, blah, 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 blah. 
and then you go fight at dragon or kill dragon or whatever. But in Twisted Tree Line, it's like there's no laning phase. There's no there's no phase. Well, there's, there's a also level one team fight. There's also no rule, at least not yet, that says, oh, well, the AD carry goes top and the bruiser goes bottom and the AP carry goes here. You know, that doesn't exist. So you don't know what you're going to face in lane. So like you said, yeah. you have to make real decisions very quickly. Are we going to have a dedicated jungler? Are we going to have someone who just goes, clears the camps and then roams? Are we going to have two bottom? I think bottom is the candidate for two. I mean, it's going to be one yeah. top two bottom because it's got the two entrances. But I also but think that there's room. Um, I mean, you'll notice that we've played for the for the listeners. Uh, we've played a lot of Twisted Tree Line in this last week. Um, just like when Dominion came out, we played a lot of Dominion. But Twisted Tree Line still hasn't worn off on me. <clears throat> And, and I think what uh, what I'd like to point out is that the games where we've played with a dedicated jungler, like with me as Warwick in the jungle, we've won every one of those games. Well, the, the games I played where I was the dedicated jungler, we did not always win. So I don't What's think it's even safe that I'm a bad jungler. <laughs> <laughs> but, Clearly, no. I've mastered the Twisted Tree Line jungle meta. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, but it's it's everything. It's like the Wild West. Everything is all up in the air. There's no yeah. meta at all laid down yet. And can we safely predict, though, that there will not be a stagnant meta that will evolve? I, I would argue that it's less likely just because there are only three roles on each team. Right. So you can't well, there fill aren't, all There aren't the, even roles. Yeah, <laughs> it, like, well, I mean, sorry. There's only three champions on each team. And so they've got to, you know, figure out what their role is going to be. Now, I think that there are going to be some that get stigmatized as better than others. We've seen a clear advantage going to mixed damage. Champions that can either do both true damage and uh, AD or true damage and AP, or champions that can do AD and AP, right? Right. And we've seen an advantage to lots of CC, right? Mm -hmm. But... Mixed damage and CC are things that were very powerful in Summoner's Rift as well. And I think that there are ways to counteract those in competitive play. I really think that if they continue to tweak this, it's not perfect, but if I think, I think if they continue to tweak this, this is a serious candidate for real spectator esports. And because it's fast, it's fun, there's always something happening. There's never going to be a CLG EU lull in the action where the casters suddenly have to say, okay, well, we got to talk about item builds for the next five minutes. Yeah. You know, you're talking like 30 seconds of downtime at the very most at any given time because those shrines are going to pop. And, you know, if you haven't played the new Twisted Tree line, you've got two shrines on either side. You can capture them by standing on top of them, much like you would uh, one of the capture points in Dominion, but they don't have turrets on them or anything like that. And whoever con currently controls them has vision on it. So they get to see if you're, you know, taking over that okay. shrine. They always yeah. have vision on it. Always. For both teams. No, you don't. Yeah, they do. Do you? Yes. I don't think you do. Yeah. You have okay. Everyone has vision always on right. these shrines. Okay, okay, okay. Maybe I'm wrong yeah. there. Or maybe I just well, didn't notice. But, but yeah, either but either way, you get a buff, you know, for the entire team. You get a gold buff. It locks those shrines down for 90 seconds so it doesn't become a permanent team fight at the shrine. I, with these mechanics the way they are, whoo. And, and even better, no wards. Yes, no wards, which 
that's it, that's and scary. Lots of people complain about it, but that is why it's so fast paced and exciting. Yeah, in, because in my first few games, I hated it, but now I I sort of feel where they're coming with that, and it mm-hmm. makes certain certain items that are given, you know, they're unique to the format. Uh, it makes them better. Like, uh, what what's the new replacement for the lantern? Grez's yeah. Like, lantern. In, yeah. If there were wards, that would be a pretty poor uh, item. But because there's no wards, it actually has a really large area of effect, a very quick cooldown. You can use it to check bushes mm-hmm. and get vision on people. So it's, you know, you use it in place of a quick drop ward. Um, it, it, there, and then of course there's, there's other crazy things going on. Like these new items just feel incredible because they give you all kinds of stacked stats that just haven't existed before. There's going to be tweaking. The format is not perfect, but I think it's going to be a really big deal in the future. Um, but you know, we've got a ways to go. I mean, for example, what did Darksky bring up? Um, you know, if you think a, an AD carry has no place on Twisted Tree Line, try soloing Vile Maw. Yeah, so yeah. Vilmaz, our new our new big boss mob, and he's tough. He's if angry. You're if you're melee, yeah, he just he tears you apart. But you like throw a single AD carry at him, and the AD carry solos him. Yep. Yeah. Well, oh, it's a lot of fun. We'll have to wait and see. I'm going to keep playing it. Yes. Yeah. I'm <laughs> going to. I'm going to keep playing it as well. I mean, not exclusively. When we've got five people on, I'll play fives. If we only have three, I'll love to play the threes for now until it frustrates the heck out of me. I think uh, people should watch Twisted Tree Line and see what happens. And just like one little point more point to add. It feels more like Twisted Tree Line. I speak like aesthetically. It's just way more creepy. Oh it's gosh, man! We didn't even talk it's, about how incredible yeah. this map looks. It's scary. Oh my gosh! Like, I mean, all right, just to get started. I mean, Vilemoth was it? Yeah, Vilemoth. Vilemoth. Oh my gosh! Just like <laughs> I, 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 I went up there as Jack's. Like, I wonder if I could like take this guy down. Like at level seven, I, I hit, I hit him once. Then he does this huge web thing. I'm like, what the? And then he starts <laughs> auto attacking me. And those like those little auto attack things, they stack up to sixty times. And at first, I was like, holy crap! I must be. Uh, 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 uh. Sorry. Yeah. No, no. I mean, it's a he's a frightening individual. Um, the, I know the first time that I went up against him, we were like two of us, Compy, and yeah. we were like, "Hey, let's see if we can do this." And like both of us were like, "Nope, no, we can't get <laughs> out of here." Like, Peace. It's like it's just crushing you into the ground. It's just oh. oh, it's really cool because he's more interesting than a dragon spitting a fireball at you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. And uh, I'll I'm I'm laying it out like way more. Way more just, just fearsome than Baron Nasher. Oh know? yeah, do do you guys feel like Twisted Tree Line kind of ups the ante for Summoner's Rift? Like oh, yeah. like now the team like now I want to see what the team who's working on enhancing Summoner's Rift because it's it, you know they're out there you know that that's something they're constantly doing. I want to see what they're up to because I want to see the new Baron Nasher that like you know, disappears underground and swallows people whole so that they take top, you know, damage over time and then spits them out of range yeah. and, you know, <laughs> yeah, stuff grabs like that. people in his mouth like, and throws them. Yeah. And like has a whole <laughs> bunch of tentacles that come up out of the ground, you know, and like pick people up and throw them over behind him and things like that. <laughs> So yeah, also like when he spawns at 15 minutes, all of a sudden you hear ominous music and yeah. you hear a rumble and distance, and all of a sudden Baron Nash just emerges from the swamp. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. It's, like I, I want that, you know, I, I want to see what more they're going to do. Um, I, all in all, can we, can we agree? Twisted tree line, the new twisted tree line is a step in the right direction for the game as a whole. Yep. Yes. Yeah. I think I so too. I like what I saw. All and right. I'm looking forward to when it gets out of beta. Yeah. So I challenge all of our listeners. If you haven't tried it out yet, Grab two friends or grab two people from the uh, twisted or uh, from the twisted from the low elo chat room and check it out. I think you'll have a pretty good time. But we've also got more spooky coming up. Who here's afraid of spiders? I'm actually severely arachnophobic. I'm pretty afraid of spiders myself, Christian. I'm not. I let them, I let them hang out in my bathroom. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're that's, weird. That's creepy. <laughs> Yikes. Um, so, Elise the Spider Queen. No, she's a mange, mage-ranged melee jungler. Tanky. Right. Yeah, tanky <laughs> DPS <laughs> assassin. Don't make We haven't seen her that much, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> playing Twisted Tree Line so much. Um, the few times we've seen her... Uh, She's very interesting. I don't. I think it's going to be a while before summoners really figure her out. But I think when people do, it's going to be amazing. The best place I've seen her is in the jungle. Yeah, uh, the best we've seen her is in like the jungle tanky, and tanky. Yeah, tanky initiator. Uh, somehow still able to do lots of damage. We're we're guessing probably because of the spiderlings. Um, yeah. Now like, now you can see the damage. Like if she kills you, the spiderlings will show as a separate champion like a separate character on your damage results and right. it'll tell you how much damage they did and most of the time it's pretty significant if that's what she did so um but but this isn't a jace i want people to to be clear on that um jace combines like the best of two worlds for bruiser and ad carry very singular focus there you can build a bruiser and an AD carry in very similar ways and blend their builds, and it's actually pretty easy to do and get the best of both worlds, and Jace becomes very effective. Elise is like this weird combination of bruiser, assassin, AP, yeah. which is a little bit tougher to blend from an item and build perspective. But I think because the good Elises have really frustrated me, I think she's good. I think she's OP. Yeah, no, I, I think so. I think you're right, too. And I think uh, that we're going to see no Elises mid. I mean, because at first people were like, oh, an AP carry mid. Let me go, you know, summon. And then they spiders just get and, rocked. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think I think it. She's much better in spider form, and you're right. She's not like Jace. We actually got an email about this, uh, saying, uh, you know, I use all my abilities, switch form, use all my abilities, and I'm not doing so hot because that's that's our frame of reference. Is Jace? You know, you on Jace, you use all your abilities, switch, use all your abilities, switch, and you're rewarded for that. You can do really well playing that way. Uh, but on Elise, I think it rewards more. I'm going to build her so that my spider form is really good because that's how I want to kill people. Yeah, it's like you you make a decision. Honestly, she's probably a better comparison to like Kha'Zix. 
um, just because Kha'Zix forces you to make real decisions on how you're going to play the champion uh, based on your build and items and everything. And from that perspective, I think they share a lot more in common because I think there's probably room for a caster, uh, caster Elise build, but I don't think it's going to be as good as like, you know, bruiser melee Elise. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. Uh, we, she's only been out for a week. Everyone's trying to figure her out. Every single game that we see with her, they build the champion different. I haven't even gotten a chance to play her myself. Um, so there's there's so much unknown here. I'm sure we're going to end up doing another segment on Elise here in the next few weeks just yeah. to kind of follow up on this. But for now, I'm saying uh, Elise, her penis this big. I'm holding my hands out pretty wide right now. So, <laughs> like, not Jace wide, but you know. Yeah, she's pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. And I like that it, she's encouraging, like, different, like, how do I build this? People aren't, you know, uh, the same way Jace did when he was he was brand new, but people figured him out pretty quick. But I don't think that's going to happen with Elise. We're going to see different item builds that are just as my favorite word viable mm-hmm. as others. Yeah, no, I'm I'm looking forward to that. Now let's take uh, let's move on to our playbook. This was an idea that we picked up right before the show, and that was uh, how do you assess the strength? of your level one team fight. And we had a couple of topics that we wanted to talk about a method of kind of prioritizing what's really important in a team fight. So, uh, what is number one in importance for that level one team fight? Well, having a blitz crank. (laughs) All right. The blitz factor, which is one reason he's banned. Honestly, one reason why he's banned so often on Summoner's Rift is because he's such good level one team fighter. But what you have to do is you have to uh, look at your team composition, look at their team composition and decide, do we have the better late level one team fight than they do? And some really important factors are first, uh, low cooldown spammable abilities. Ezreal, for example, at level one is really good. Um, especially because there's no minions to block his cues. Uh, you know, like you were saying, Oriana is really good. Her Q is a really short cooldown, cool and she can check bushes. So, really short cooldown, spammable spells, and then two is CC. See, now uh, I'd I'd swap those. I would put CC as the more important. Oh, I was I wasn't ranking them. I was just oh, saying okay. these two things are important. But yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I would say CC first. <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean, CC lets you. I mean, its name. It, it's its namesake. It lets you control the fight. You know, it it allows you to keep somebody in position while you take advantage of the fact that everyone can only auto attack. Yeah. And cast one ability. <laughs> yeah, and, and cast that one ability. Um, but here, here's one thing that you need to keep in mind is you need to get in the habit. Uh, if you're solo queuing or even queuing with a team, uh, do not select, do not level up your skill. Mm, right. Wait. Right. Go to it, you know, look at the teams. The great way to decide this is talk about it during the loading screen. You loading screen, you see your team, you see their team. Say, okay, should we should we invade? And that's the way to encourage a level one team fight is you invade their jungle. Uh, and for example, we, we were talking about this earlier. The the example I had was Veger. Veger is really strong in a level one team fight if he takes his stun cage. 
his W. Yeah. Uh, but a, a normal Vigor player is not going to do that straight out of the gate unless they know they're going to fight. And then you're crippled. So, you know, as a, as, a, as a player, you have to not level up that skill until you've decided to do that level one team fight or not. Yeah. Once you know that it's going to happen, then you level up the skill and you engage. Um, and, and that's actually good advice, even if you're on the defense, you know, it's, you, you kind of have to gauge your strength in a level one team fight. And then, you know, it's not just a matter of, okay, are we going to invade or not? But it's also the question of, are we going to counter invade? You know, or are we going to group up where we know they're going to go and try and prevent that invade? Are we going to move to their jungle and, you know, take advantage of their strong invade, knowing that they're coming for us? It, it's a lot of different decisions based on your team makeup and how much CC you've got and your, you know, your burst damage and your fast cooldowns and your survivability summoner skills uh, and, and or summoner spells and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I lost my focus. What was I talking about? Like I named off a whole bunch of stuff and then just drifted into nowhere. I mean, <laughs> it was good stuff. I mean, yeah, yeah it, it, it sounded great. I just, <laughs> um, well, no, counter I think jungling, counter, counter jungling. Yeah. Counter jungling, counter, counter jungling and counter, counter, counter jungling. And then, uh, you know, of course, just sitting there and hoping that they invade you. Uh, which you can count on certain blitzcranks to do, but uh, yeah. it when when you evaluate, look at your crowd control probably first. Uh, look at your burst damage and your fast cooldown abilities second. You know because you're going to want to have those uh, summoner spells. I think are you know paramount for these. If you have if your strategy is heavy on exhaust and ignite. That's a re and then of course everybody else with uh, a flash, which is typical. That's a really good set of summoner spells to bring to a te level one team fight. But of course, if you're running around and for some reason you have, you know, teleport and heal, and then you know, in the rest of your team maybe has a, a flash and heal and flash and clarity and doesn't have those aggressive summoner spells you may want to be playing more defensively because you won't be able to hold somebody down. Remember, if they get away with 20 health, they still got away and probably got your summoner spell too. Yep. Yeah. Well, assess that strength of your level one team fight. Make a de decision depending on it, but be ready to plan around that. And once you decide that you're going to take an aggressive stance, embrace it. Burn your summoner spells if it's going to get you the kill or keep you alive in those situations. Don't hold on to them like they're something precious. If you're able to set their jungler back, chances are you're going to get your flesh, your flash back before they get a chance to gank you. Yeah, don't don't be stingy with your summoners. And one final thing, though, would be skill shots, I would say. Mm. Uh, not only CC, but skill shots as a way to check bushes. You know, your team gets in the bush. That's why Blitzcrank, because he has the skill shot that is also CC that brings him over to you. That's why he's the best invader in the world. Yeah. Um, because he creates an immediate 5v1 and then a 4v5. Yeah. Most, I think most, if not all skill shots will, will give you a registration if it hit. Mm -hmm. Like if you cue into a bush as an Ezreal, you'll hear a sound if you, if you mm -hmm. hit. 
Um, so, you know, and the same with a nidley spear. Uh, so you can use those bush checkers or if you have a Jax, activate his helicopter mode and just run right in. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I was just about to say because here's my best advice. If you're going to go through with this, try to get as many of their uh, abilities, uh, all the champions, get them, uh, most of them to use an ability. Then after that, Jax is invincible for two seconds. He'll just run in there. And the enemy team will just be distraught with fear. Like, oh gosh, what do we do? Do we auto-attack them? Do we run away? And this, boom, too late. You're stunned. Whack. Crushed. Wispeg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So set it up. Take a look. And, uh, you know, it's actually not a bad idea to base a team around a level one team fight as long as you know that you can sustain uh, your abilities and your synergy throughout the rest of the game. So start making that part of your decision-making, and you just might be surprised how quickly you can snowball out of control. At the very least, on a successful level one team fight, someone's going to go back and get some extra items. Yeah, and it's, if you set their jungler back, which an invade does, I mean, your laning phase is going to go at least 90% better. <laughs> yeah, or arbitrary number better. <laughs> so... Yeah. Let's move on to our Q-tip. Speaking of somebody in lane, last week we were talking Cassidan, a classic mid-lane uh, anti-mage assassin guy. And we got a lot of great tips this week. I think we probably got more tips on Cassidan than we've ever received in the past. So what was our best? Well, uh, this one comes from cargo Too low upton uh, he says, keep your enemy mid's health three quarters or below with a burst every once in a while. As a melee mid champion, you need to be able to farm and burst them low if they try to hit you. Kasdan's kit will give you kills if you keep them low. Just be patient, snowball, and GG. <laughs> I like that. Now, there's some there's some language in there that is, uh, it kind of alludes to things that aren't said, and that is, you know, be patient, which equates to, be cautious. Don't look to trade. Look to punish bad behavior. Yeah. Yeah, I like Pun that. Punish mistakes. No, I, that sounds exactly what I did when I used to play Castle a lot. I would, uh, like, pre-level 6, because that's when you're most weakest, you know, you level up your Q first, and you just you just spam it at your enemy. And, you know, that, that, gets, them, that gets them scared. Like, they don't want to go near you at that point, And just... Your your pre-level 6 phase is not a problem after that. Yeah, and then you just hit level 6, kill them, and then go buy an item. And yeah, once <laughs> you're level 6, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it's like an yeah. Annie effect right there. Kill just... them, go back, kill them, go back to the base, buy your Magi's, rinse and repeat. <laughs> right, go start visiting the other lanes. So <laughs> this, this week we're uh, going to elicit another set of Q-tips for how to play as or play against... Karma. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're in, I wasn't expecting that now, huh? Yeah, and now uh, I'd like to focus your attention on Karma as a support. Now, we all know that Karma is one of those uh, flavors that every now and then someone will take mid to whatever level of success. But Karma is uh, one of the lesser played support champions. We're convinced that she's still strong. So tell us, how do you combat that karma damage bottom or how do you play as karma and combat the current meta you can send that and anything else to team at lowelo.com it helps if you include q-tip 
in the subject matter. So let's move on to some email. Okay. Know we got a lot of good emails, so what do we got? We got a first uh, an email from Papa Gamer, and he's got some tips for us. What we talked about last week, facilitating a gank. Right? He brings a couple of points that I think are good. One, as a laner, call out when someone burns a flash or ghost. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, two, the second is call out where and when wards are placed and or buy pink wards to keep them clear. Mm-hmm. All right. He says, just some stuff I would like to see more of. Not only can it help your ganks, but it opens team communication on a positive slash cooperative note. And that's always a good thing. No, I totally agree. So, yeah. um, I mean, that's that's as a jungler. Those are the things I love to hear. I like to know where's where are the wards. And I like to know who's a free gank. Yeah. Which is, you know, to mean that they don't have their flash. Yeah, no. So those were just so good that I had to, okay. had to read the email. Fantastic. Um, this one comes from the astronaut uh, who... <laughs> the astronaut. The astronaut. Okay. He was skeptical about hearing our praise of getting in voice and playing with the team. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Wait, why, why would he be skeptical about I that? I don't know, but he was skeptical. <laughs> okay. He said he did it with some people from Low Elo Channel, and he's, it was the most fun I've when had you, in League of Legends to date. And when you say he did it, you mean he got into voice chat, right? Yeah, he got on Skype and okay. played with people from Low Elo. He said the game takes on, on a whole new life when you can talk to with your team in real time instead of just typing everything out. I now believe everything you've said about... Uh, <laughs> in voice and completely agree with you all right <laughs> well you know uh, i mean what was the name of our last episode take it from us and take the lesson was don't take it from us <laughs> you yeah. know try it out and and i'm glad that that worked out for you voice chat uh for for those of us who have been playing games and competitive games especially for a long time voice chat is that sort of that that level of difference it, it levels up your game you know, the moment you add voice chat, you become a better team. Yep. Got another email from Cassius, a quick uh, assists. Cassius on Tarek at 4, 11, and 45. What? Was it against bots? 52-minute game, so it was a long game. But okay. And then his team went 83, 69, and 126. <laughs> The enemy team had 73. What? So, yeah, ridiculous. their team had twice the assists as deaths. Did they the all have seals had... or something? Like, is there no, a gimmick a to this? Up... <laughs> okay. No, there's. it's a straight up long game. Everyone's like fully built. Anyway, so good job, Cassius. Thanks for the assists. Uh, quick shout out to Lord Bones, who has given away RP twice on the stream in the last two weeks. Uh, so... Just thanks for your support, and if anyone else wants to get on the stream and give away RP, just let the streamers know. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm continually impressed by our community. I think we've probably got the the only community that uh, is invested enough in itself that they go and they provide prizes on the stream. Yeah. Yeah. Which is just incredible. You know, it's like we don't have sponsors or anything like that. So that that kind of stuff really helps us out. And we love seeing it. And uh, if you ever want to give something away, then, hey, just coordinate it with our casters. You can uh, email them at stream at com. Thank you very much, Lord Bones. 
And this email comes from someone who prefers to remain anonymous, and the email will explain why. Um, he said there was, he got with people from the Loilo community, and they were playing, they were having a great time, but someone had to leave. And then they found another person. And uh, we found another fifth, but when he got on Skype with us, the fun stopped. Uh oh! It's not that, it, and it wasn't it wasn't raging or being unclassy or anything like that. They just didn't click, mm-hmm. apparently. Okay. And his question is, how do you nicely not play another game with someone who doesn't fit in with your group dynamics? <laughs> you know what? It's listen. While, we, we while have, I, I'd love to have, say. <laughs> No, so go, ahead, go ahead. All right, but we at Low Elo have dealt with those people before, <laughs> and well, Jeff, why don't you give your advice? Because <laughs> I, I, I feel like I'm gonna like uh, spout out some names, and that would just be unclassy. Oh, okay. Well, the, the, here's the thing. Of of course, your instinct, what you want is, you know, in a perfect world, you'd be able to tell that person that, uh, you know, oh, hey, man, you know what? I just don't think we click. But let's face it, dumping somebody is hard. <laughs> All right. And that's what you'd be doing. You know, it's like you have this little, en- uh, you know, this little engagement. You, you guys played around a little bit, you know, maybe drank some potions together, but it's not really working out. And now it's the next day and they're, they're calling and seeing if you want to, you know, go and play another game. But you're thinking, go, oh, I don't think this is really going to go anywhere. And I, I just want to, I'd want to spare his feelings. You know what? If you really want to spare feelings, it's wonderful that we're on the internet. So I'm going to give you the poor advice first, which is just honestly, let's be honest, it's just as effective as my good advice. The poor advice is just don't play with them. If you, you know, if they're online and you just played a game with them and you don't want to play another one with them and everyone else agrees, then you just let them know, hey, man, uh, the four of us are going to continue to play, but we're going to find another fifth. Uh, so, Take it easy. I mean, what can they say? No. Thanks. Thanks for the game. That's exactly. A, you know, you just thanks t- for the game, but we're gonna. Or there's the straight up lie. Well, yeah, like, you could. Oh, just... a friend of mine just got on. So uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, man, we, but we a, a fifth of ours just came <laughs> online, and then you you know you you queue up with four. You get a random person in there, and they're just like, oh yeah, so that was the person. You're like, oh but, yeah, from Detroit. He's. But He's you can't use you can't use the lie if you then you immediately type in low elo chat looking for fit. <laughs> right. Right. So um I, I would prefer, I think the way that I prefer to approach those situations is you just let them know. Uh, and you don't have to tell them we don't like playing with you or anything like that. You just tell them, thanks for the game. The four of us are gonna continue to play and we're gonna and we're gonna find another fifth. Have a great or have a nice night, man. You know, and I, I really don't see harm in that yeah i think that's also good enough to for them to get the message that you know yeah it's not you it's me <laughs> well yeah and then we could go down the super poor advice and we'll just go into dating stuff you know it's like how how to dump somebody on summoner's rift you know you could let them know you know i i really enjoy playing summoner's rift with you but I feel like I need to play Summoner's Rift with other people also. <laughs> you know? Or, or I, I don't think I'm really ready to play Summoner's Rift with the same people over and over. Yeah. I'm not ready for an exclusive queuing yeah. relationship. <laughs> I, I don't like 
I don't like to queue in public queues. No, that's tough. I understand where you're coming from. Uh, You know, honesty while sparing their feelings is probably the best thing I can think of. Yeah. Uh, That's all the email. Oh. Oh, awesome. Oh, I copy. I think you're forgetting one very one important email. Oh. Yeah. Can I read it? Sure. All right. Uh, this guy by the summer name Sparrowhawk398. He says, hey, guys, I'm currently at the start of a Jack's 100 game challenge. <laughs> I find it really hard to stay in lane at the start. I do all right if I can free farm later on in the game, but I often get bullied by the enemy top early on. How I should have seen this coming. <laughs> I should have seen Thanks this coming. Thanks for keeping up a good, great podcast. All right. Christian, how do you keep up with Farm as Jax? How do I? Well, Sparrowhawk, after countless games of playing as Jax, I can give a couple tidbits of advice. Well, Jax, if you're having trouble with them, if you're getting bullied a lot, then a good piece of advice I would give is to play defensive with Jax because with his Counter-Strike, you can avoid a lot of damage from the enemy champion you're going against early on. And just focus more so on farming with your W and what else. And once, once I, after that, once you hit level 6, then you are a lot more threatening to the enemy champion going again. Yeah, I think once you hit level 6, isn't the process to you, you stop farming and you just jump on the enemy and either kill them and force them out of lane and then you farm. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's and a lot easier to farm when the other champion's dead. Exactly. <laughs> I, one thing I like to do is I actually don't kill the champion. I get him super low and just zone him out for the restoration. Because yeah. he's not going to, if he comes any closer, then, well, that's just an easy kill for me. But if he stays far away, then, well, he's going to lose that experience. He's going to lose that on gold. And I have control of the lane. GG. Yeah. Give it a what, shot. What uh, what summoner spells do you usually run on Jack's top lane? There's uh, I, I varied up a lot. I, I always run flash. It's okay. either ignite flash, exhaust flash, or if I want to actually you know go other some places that's not top lane, teleport flash. Gotcha, gotcha. Teleport. So that that really zones them out quick because if they're not smart, you're just gonna flash you know jump on a wuss bag and kill them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I would recommend teleport flash because it can eat the, it can bring some very satisfying moments when no one you, likes to see Jax show up out of nowhere bottom lane. Yeah, have, tell your bottom lane put a put put a ward in the further bush, and when the enemy team starts to close in, just come out of nowhere and jump on a bag. Wow! Oh, all right, good advice. Great email. So uh, let's move into our iTunes shoutouts. Now, every every week we like to go over uh, those of you who gave us five-star reviews on iTunes here in the North American store. We greatly appreciate any attention that you give us there. So, uh, Christian, it's been a while. Why don't you uh, kick us off? All right. Let's see. And I, I got a good voice for this one. Uh, this was, I'm actually going to borrow this from this voice from a of ours that we used to play with a lot, but not so often anymore. He had a, the, he would always play like gangplank, uh, but he would always have the spectral skills, like spooky gangplank. Okay. And I'm going to use this one. So here we go. 
It's time for some iPod reviews Spooky. from the community. Spooky, I know. First one, we have a very frightening review from Travesty312. Excellent, he says. Just excellent. And great company for long bike rides. Next, we have Rafa Zanella, who says, Fantastico. After that is Rainbow Quiver. Lieutenant Moore, Nick One WASD. He writes, "You guys are epic. I love you guys so much." Well, guys, Andrin. Next one after that is Doom Rat. This really makes our work more tolerable. After that is Megan MCRMY, Chris M. Peace, I can't even pronounce that because I'm dead. <laughs> De dead people can't pronounce things well. Not when it's spelled very complicated. Justin Jones is after that. And last but not least, Michael Binum. Thank you, everybody. Do you think it's Binum or Binum? Binum, Binum. Either one, either Play way. Off of He's dead, man. <laughs> oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> no, I, I got hung up on, on Doom Rat's review. Where he, he titled his review, You guys are awesome! Exclamation point and everything. Gave us five stars. And then he describes it. This makes an hour of work more tolerable. Yeah. I was like, no, that's really, we make things next... more tolerable? <laughs> <laughs> no, next year. That's what we need to say. We, we make work to more tolerable. <laughs> I'd like make, to say we making make work, work more awesome. tolerable since <laughs> no making work more tolerable tolerable since 2012. Right. Oh man. Oh. Man. I, 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 I thought I thought the like uh, travesty 312 review was make great company for long bike rides. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a better slogan. <laughs> yeah, great company on long trips. Oh, and I forgot. Lieutenant Moore wrote a, wrote a postscript. Jack's episode was awesome. You're welcome. <laughs> it, it was pretty awesome. Anyone who's interested no, no, in that episode, I, that's I, I had a, I had a, Yeah, no, I had a blast doing that. Yeah. And... That was our April Fool's episode, by the way, folks. You can go check that out if you're looking for it. I believe it's episode 13. Yeah, I think it's 14, actually. Yeah, I was going to say 14, but whatever. I, well. Should, well, I should know. Hey, you know, we're up to 45. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're not up to that, like, you know, this hundreds and hundreds that other podcasts might be at. Somebody, but, somebody uh, make a, a wiki on us, like a Wikipedia page. Oh that's my what, gosh. Yeah. That's what we need to do. Guys, summoners out there who are, do Wikipedia stuff, go make one. Yeah. Wikipedia page, a league, leaguepedia page, get it done. Yeah. And then send I've, us an email. We have commanded you. <laughs> yeah. We have, we have invoked, we have invoked the, the wrath of our minions go forth and sow credible content on the internet. Quote, <laughs> uncredible. Right. No, 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 no unquote. We're just going to quote <laughs> credible content forever. Yeah. Done. No unquote. All right. Well, <laughs> thank, thanks again, everybody, for your iTunes shout-outs. That helps us get the word out to more and more people. We're up to 341 as of uh, the date of this podcast, and, man, we couldn't be 
more overwhelmed by the uh, positive feedback that we receive from you. So thank you very much. Now, if you're looking for another place, not only to pick up news, but to leave positive feedback, or if you just like to, you know, check out what we're doing and what we're releasing, we are continually ramping up more content on our Facebook page. You can find us at lowelo.com slash low, or not lowelo, it's uh, facebook.com slash lowelo community. The, that other website I was talking about, it's probably the, the best place for you to go, and that's lowelo.com. We've got everything there. We've got our forums, every single one of our podcasts, 1 through 45. We've got our music. We've got information, articles, and then, of course, our, you know, our live stream. And I can't say enough good things about our live stream. Active pretty much every single day of the week. We'll oftentimes get on there and goof around. We've got a super secret stream that every now and then we'll tweet out. And, uh, you know, but if you want to play on the regular casted streams uh, with the community 5v5s, make sure that you land yourself in the in-game chat. All one word, low elo. If it's full, which it's prone to be, low elo 2 and low elo 3 are there for you. Once again, all one word. These are also great places to meet up with other listeners of the show, build teams for normals, for ranked, for ARAMs, whatever your poison is. Feel free to jump out there and uh, find someone to play with or just talk about the latest patch, whatever you like. It's uh, there to be social. Now, if you'd like to get a hold of any of us, probably the best way is Twitter. That's also where we put out things like our super secret stream. You can follow me. I am Eat Gamer. You can follow Dave. He's Low Elo Dave. And you can follow Christian. It's all your base. Well, no, CTF 1990. I always forget that. Will you uh, uh, have all these different usernames with numbers at the end? Like, can you really keep track of them all? Yeah, it's all, all yeah. those numbers. Yeah, all all your crayons 386. There you go. I'm all. <laughs> No, I'm CTF1990. Yeah, CTF1990. So give us a follow there on Twitter and, uh, you know, join in on the fun because we'll also let you know that way whenever someone's streaming, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, last but not least, we want to thank all of our paid subscribers. We do have options for an optional paid subscriber where you can support the show with a donation of $5 every month. Those folks keep us running, and we greatly appreciate their contribution. I actually just today packaged up a whole other group of uh, random mailings for subscribers, including some wristbands and uh, Timo stickers to uh, randomly selected members of the community. So thank you very much, guys. That concludes our final, or our, not our final episode. Hope, hopefully. Yep, did I, I, did I just done. curse us? <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my. <laughs> no, we'll be back in episode 46. <laughs> Guaranteed. I made a pun there. It's a League of Legends pun. It's a League of Legends podcast. I Guaranteed. Like Garen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just like right. Garen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's uh, great. Do it again. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm your host, Jeff Wyckoff, a.k.a. Eat Crayons. And then I've got my co-host here, Dave, a.k.a. Copy386. Uh, I hate pants. Right. It's it's on his about, which we will debut later. And Christian, a.k.a. All Your Base, Crayons386. Yeah, but it doesn't count if you're wearing them on your head. I didn't ask you, (laughs) Lay off him, he's dead. Oh, all right, all right. Well, thank you very much for listening, everybody. Good night.
and stay classy some have a sp- stay classy <laughs> right <laughs> oh yeah yeah have a- good Go night summoners <laughs> and don't forget stay, stay spooky <laughs> oh good night and stay classy summoners
Boogity 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 boogity.